Welcome to Catching Up with the Commands podcast. My name is Dan C., joined by my beautiful wife, Sam C. Hi, guys. This is a podcast where we give our fresh perspective on all topics of life. We hope you enjoy the show. Have you ever thought about what story your beard would tell? At Fable Beard Co., they know every beard has a story, and they are here to help write yours. At Fable Beard Co., you get immersed in their products, not only from their cool characters and art and storylines, but the products themselves. Treat your beard and body to a little magic with their beard oil, wash, conditioner, deodorant, cologne, and even their three-in-one beard growth elixir. Use code DANCY20 for 20% off your order and check out our Instagram at Catching Up With The Commands for a link to all social media of Fable Beard Co. Let Fable Beard Co. be part of your story today. Okay, so this week we are talking tipping culture. Mm-hmm. I know like so many of you are really excited about this. Also, first off, I want to like preface this by saying that I do have a cold. I'm going to try not to like sniffle or cough in the mic. So bear with me here. Yeah, we don't miss. We are here <laughs> for you guys. And yeah. This is a big one. A lot of people yeah. have not, I wouldn't say requested it, but when we put it out there. They're for like, a while oh now, my God. Yeah. A, a, <laughs> a lot of thoughts and a lot of things to, to be able to say about this one. <laughs> so being a former history teacher, I do think it's important to establish a base, establish yeah. what we're talking about here. So Sam, you did a little dive into the history of tipping culture. Yeah, because you had previously told me that tips stand, mm. stood for something. Yeah. And I was like, I had no idea. So I looked it up and it's... Tip stands for to ensure promptness. Yeah. Or if you say tips, to ensure prompt service. Correct. And that's what I always knew yeah. it as. You were tipping to ensure that you got good service. Right. So it started, I think, there were like a couple different ones of where it started. But it said um, it started in Tudor, England in medieval times. And tipping was where someone would give a servant extra money if they performed superbly well. Mm -hmm. And then another one I saw was that I don't know where or when, but it started with like a little bowl. And it had trust or to ensure promptness like written on the side. And they would give you money before your service. Correct. And that's a key point is you, let's say it's a restaurant. Yeah. Going to a restaurant, you would give them a set amount of money. And then obviously based on that tip, yeah. the servers would favor the different areas that gave them more money. Oh, you know? I don't like that. I, I know. Well, <laughs> hey, are, we're going to talk about the other system today, <laughs> see if we like that. But that was the concept. Like, yeah. hey, I am going to be like a high priority and I'm going to compensate you for that. And then over the years, it just kind of shifted, yeah. especially lately. But kind of going back, we we grew up, right, going to restaurants, going yep. to different things, yep. not anything extravagant. Mm-hmm. But, like, I remember memories of a kid of, like, my parents pulling out either, like, a calculator or, like, they had <laughs> no. an actual tip <laughs> card where you could what? slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, a card. And you could slide numbers based what? on what it was to see, like, how much of a percent. It was, like, pre-cell phone? Or yeah, what? definitely God, pre-cell phone. <laughs> pre-cell phone. So I remember, like, the concept of tipping for as long as I can possibly remember yeah. here. And... Modern day to you, mm-hmm. what is a tip prior? Let's and everything we're going to talk about now is going to be kind of pre COVID, and yeah. then we'll hit COVID. Yeah, so pre COVID, what is a tip to you? So to me, it was just like at restaurants, right? It was like you tipped waitresses, and then like I guess bartenders and stuff back mm-hmm. when we were drinking, like a dollar per drink, right? Or something like dollar that, per drink, yeah, but like 
nothing else. Other than like real services, for example, like a valet, right? If somebody okay. was valeting your car. Okay, like or luggage person. Correct. Okay, I didn't think about but those things. But they're they're physically doing yeah. something for you. Right. They are taking stuff off of your plate that it's not really included in on the price, you know, yeah. like and it's it's just sought after. So there are different areas. But primarily, it was sit-down restaurants. Yes. That was key. Exactly. N- not a fast casual, not a fast food, not yep. a, a coffee counter, a donut counter, those kind of things. And and I agree. And I, I thought it was pretty well expected. Yeah. You go to a restaurant, if you get good service, you're going to tip well. Yep. And with this, prior to COVID and just kind of general speaking, how would you tip when you would go to a restaurant? What was kind of your approach? So... I am not one who is good at math, (laughs) so I cannot do the 20%. I just, like, guesstimate what – because I was a server. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, what would would I have liked as a tip? Right. So I just kind of guesstimate and round up. (laughs) You know what I mean? Wild, wild, wild. And I – We'll kind of touch on this, but we both were servers. Yeah. So we thoroughly understand this, and I know we're going to have a lot of people listening. I've actually had people from different areas reach out to me. I've had, like, door dashers reach out, and they're oh. like, oh, I can't wait to hear this. Uh, shout out to Ash. I know she's going to be covering this on her her <laughs> uh, podcast, actually. But I've had uh, waitresses and waiters and okay. bartenders reach out, but then a lot of, like, non-service people. Yeah. So I understand we have a lot of perspectives. We're just sharing ours. Yeah. We're not trying to convince anybody. We're just conveying our information. But it is coming from a place of well-rounded experience yeah. because we both did it for years and years and years. Yep. So, okay, that's wild to me. Number one, you guys need to understand, <laughs> Sam graduated <laughs> with an accounting degree. Like, not like it was something that can be, you maybe you can go, she had an accounting degree. Yeah. And her math is atrocious. Atrocious. And I'm really bad at spelling. But my math is phenomenal. Like, it is. You're very good at math. It's crazy. I had a physics teacher. Shout out to Mr. Salem. He used to actually come into the channel and live streams and stuff, which <laughs> is really cool. He called me Rain Man. And I've told the story oh before, gosh. but we were doing, I had this thing for root numbers. I could do a root number of anything. I didn't care if it was in the thousands, tens of thousands. <laughs> I could get your root immediately. And he was like super freaky. And he grabbed a handful of colored. This is a true story too, you guys. I'll see if I get Mr. Salem comment on this. Had a handful of uh, colored pencils he's like close your eyes I'm gonna drop them tell me by hearing it how many I drop and I was like 27 and he was counting he's like oh my god 24 25 26 oh my you were so close this is so crazy <laughs> literally a girl in class and uh she looks over I'm trying to remember her name right now I know her initials were LV but she it's <laughs> <laughs> random well I would make this symbol with my hand oh. LV, so I, I know, that's all I knew and she uh she goes Mr. Salem under your desk, there was a 27th Oh, one. my God. No joke. It was yellow. I'll remember that for the rest of my life. <laughs> Crazy. So That the, was your shining moment. Yeah. So the concept <laughs> of you not, like, knowing to calculate 20 is so mind-blowing to me because it's so simple, right? You take 10% and you double I, it. No. I just – I my brain said absolutely That's not. That's so funny. You're not keeping any math knowledge in there. Yeah. Like, Maddox is doing our – He's our eight-year-old, and he's doing, like, multiplication tables mm-hmm. right now. And I'm, he's like, Mom, can you help me? I'm yeah. like, mm, yeah. no, I'm the go to guy. Dad. Yeah, and some of those are difficult. They the, are. The story problems. Oh. I know some of the parents out there understand. <laughs> so for me, it was pretty simple. I did almost always 20% if it mm-hmm. was good service. Okay. Why? Because it was simple, right? If the bill is $40, what is 10% of 44? Double that, you got eight. You know, very, very yeah. easy to do that math. See, like, in that situation, I would just leave 10. 
Okay. Yeah. It's so like, no, okay, ten, five. Well, for five me, or ten. I almost always pay with card, so I write it in. So I'd rather write in the 20% rather than try to round Ooh, up. not me. But I didn't, in commonplace, what I always understood was 18%. How did they come up with that? Where did 18? that come? When did 18? I thought it was oh, 20. Oh, I you guys. 20 was normal. Instagram, back me up here. Drop <laughs> a comment. 18 has always been the baseline what? tip. Yep, 100%. Always has been 18%. If it was really good, you go 20. If it was less, you go 15. Okay. But 18 was kind of the number. So that's kind of what I did was I would tip for for the service. And yeah. Almost always was about 20%. I, I mean, pretty mm-hmm. much regardless. Now, with this, with your kind of system, did you ever not tip? Was that something oh, that was available? Oh, yeah. Really? If you're a shitty waitress yeah. or if you're a bitch or something like that, I'm like, no tip. And there was even a time where someone was so bad or so rude. I don't remember the story, but I wrote in there. I was like, you were so rude, like yeah. on the tip line. Wow. Because I'm like, I needed their manager to see that. Right, right. I don't know if I've ever gone that far. I, <laughs> I So this is my thing, and I think I've been scarred on a couple of stories. I feel judged personally when I don't tip well, or if the idea of not leaving a tip, mm-hmm. I feel like the story gets shifted and the burden is now on you. Yeah. And I am, how's the best way I can say this? Because it's, it's not what people think. I am a visible character in this community yeah I was just gonna say that like especially with you being a teacher correct like every everybody knows him in our town right I went to school here I taught here Mm -hmm. I coach here now I have a YouTube channel that's growing notoriety so when and and I can't blend in anywhere yeah my beard is over a foot long I'm a large human so I go to places uh, chances are somebody's gonna know me yeah and so my fear is I have really bad service. Rightfully so, should tip low or not tip at all. Mm-hmm. The second I leave, the thing that gets shifted is Mr. Command, Dan Command, Dan C. Bearded <laughs> didn't leave a tip. Yeah. And there's no side story to that. And I'll give you a story where I believe I was like completely, completely like just haunted by this. <laughs> We used to have a big golf outing in our town called the Buick Open. Mm-hmm. And as a server, I catered the Buick Open for like four years in a row with uh, Woodfield's Captain's Club. And we would wait on the, these golfers, and they would give great tips. Mm-hmm. Well, one year, there was a pro golfer, VJ Singh, who did not tip. It literally made national news. <laughs> like it made national news. And I've seen those stories time and time again where a waitress will go on TikTok, she'll go on Instagram, or he, and then they'll post a picture of, like, a huge bill and then, like, a really crappy tip. Yeah. But that's all we get. It could have been that VJ Singh was a piece of crap human yeah. and took advantage, or it could have been they were really rude to him. There yeah. was bad service. I hate those kind of videos and stuff. Because you don't know. Because you don't know. Correct. So right. I fear that. Yeah. I don't want to walk out and have people, and and with us too, if we eat somewhere, we eat somewhere. <laughs> like, we are frequent. Like, we go to McAllister's. We, we need go to, Yeah, we go to <laughs> Petaway. We go to B-dubs. And I, I'll use B-dubs as an example. Okay. Buffalo Wild Wings, if you guys don't have regionally cool slang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that a Midwest thing? It is, oh yeah. So it's Buffalo Wild Wings. We call it B-dubs. And then some places call it BW3s. Oh, That's yeah. the worst. That's too many syllables. You guys yeah. are crazy. And <laughs> in the, in the Midwest, we shorten everything. Always. If we can remove syllables, mm-hmm. we will. And I, I respect and love that. <laughs> B-dubs is, 
hit or miss with service, with food, mm-hmm. with pretty much every aspect of yeah. the facility. Sometimes it's the greatest thing in the world because it's loud. Our kids can have fun and the food's really good. Best appetizers on the planet. I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> but sometimes the service is pretty bad. Sometimes the food is pretty bad. Yeah. If we go there, I do not personally feel like I have the option of tipping bad because we mm-hmm. are no. We walk in there. Yes. Every single person knows our name. That's and where your bros. Right. Monthly meetups. Yeah. Are. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We do that. And I tip very well because yeah. I want them excited to see us in there. But I do. And this is a big point for me because I know most people listening right now disagree. But maybe it's because I'm in a unique situation. Yeah. I don't like tipping less. I don't. I've never. I don't think ever not left a tip. It would haunt me. Like, it would be on my <laughs> mind. I'm like, am I going to make the news? Are they going to talk about oh me? Is this going to go through? And I hate that because if we're tipping to the essence of what it's supposed to be, I should be rewarding prompt service. Right, I exactly. should be rewarding a good experience and not feel obligated to do that, but I do. That's kind of how my tipping is. Like, if you were great, I'll give you extra. Yeah. If you weren't, I'm going to give you less. There's no, like, set. Mm-hmm set one that I'm doing every single time. Yeah. And I probably meet you at the tip good. And then I definitely do more. One thing that I I take a lot of pride in, and I think I've kind of rubbed off on you with Mm -hmm. this, is if there is really good service or really good anything at their job, I, number one, want to make sure they know it. Yeah. So I leave notes. Uh, like you said, the bad one, I leave good notes. <laughs> I We just went to lunch today, mm-hmm. and I asked the manager her name, and she knew us. Literally, yeah. she was like, that's Jason's friend. He works with barbers <laughs> and all this stuff, and we didn't even know her name. Yeah. She's just so happy. She's just so good Shout at her. Shout out to Brenda yeah, McAllister's. Brenda McAllister's. <laughs> woo! She's just so good at what she does. And so I'm like, I want to make sure that she knows this. And we've called over managers before and said, hey, this person is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Uh, My last B-dubs meetup, I had a girl, I I came home and told you immediately. I'm like, she was obnoxiously nice. Like it was (laughs) over the top how genuine and kind she was. I made sure to tell her manager. And so I do like to really Mm -hmm. reward that. I probably should be better on the other side. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've ever called a manager to tell them about bad service. I don't. I don't think bad service, I feel like we have with, like, bad food. Yeah. Or maybe not even, like, called, like, the manager over. Afterwards, it's just like, yeah, they were like, them. how was your food? I was like, kind of shitty, actually. I know. And, <laughs> and again, I know a lot of you are listening right now, shaking your head. You're like, Dan, dude, you're, you're there. You paid for it. It's their yeah. job. To do. I get it, but I just feel weird. I, I know what you mean because I kind of feel like that with, like, road rage. Yeah. So we both have all the details of all of our businesses right. on our cars. Right, 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 right. And, like, if I'm honking at someone or giving them the fist or something yeah. like that, like, I'm like, oh, they know exactly who I <laughs> right, am now. Right. <laughs> and that's good because you are definitely more of a firecracker <laughs> in that situation than me. I'm pretty calm. If you get me worked up, it's it's pretty bad. Yeah. Like, it takes a lot to get me fired does, up. But, yeah. And then stay far away from me because <laughs> it's, it's not going to go well. So, okay, now. Before COVID, before uh-huh. this craziness we're going to talk about, did you tip everywhere it was asked, right? Prompted, meaning yeah. you got a paper and it was like a tip line. Yeah. Did you tip in all those situations? I feel like yes, okay. because I don't feel like it was everywhere at mm-hmm. that time. Right. It wasn't like at the gas station, at this place, at right. that place. It right. was like at the places where you should be tipping. Right. And even the gray areas, I consciously remember many times 
having to either look up online or mm-hmm. ask friends, hey, do I tip in this situation? Yeah. Right? I have a contractor working on something on the oh, house. Oh, right. I needed to look up. Yeah. Do I tip here? Or like when they delivered our refrigerator, Correct. we're like, are we supposed to tip exactly. them? Or no? Exactly. It's not something you do a lot. You right. know, buy exactly. one refrigerator in your life. And, and I'm okay. Like putting the burden on me to go decide yes. is how it should be. Yeah. I should go and seek out, should I tip them? Now, are there people that probably should and don't? Yeah, but that just comes with it, yeah. you know? And so I love that concept. There's mm-hmm. a couple of well-established things that we said you're mm-hmm. expected to tip on. And then there's other ones that you should probably seek out some yeah. knowledge. And that's how and we, it's your call. Right. And that's how we learned things before. Yeah. You asked, you, you sought things mm-hmm. out, and it was just a, a big difference. And again, we were servers. I was a waiter, mm-hmm. a bartender, and I did weddings. I catered weddings and like catered events and uh-huh. stuff. It actually, my my serving career <laughs> ended with a really bad injury. I had a glass. <laughs> I was taking a hot glass out of the dishwasher and putting it on the rack in a really cold air conditioned uh banquet halls for a wedding Mm -hmm. I had a tux on and everything yeah the glass shattered in my right hand and I'm in college at this point I believe or just fresh out of college right right in the college Mm -hmm. days it shatters in my hand and I feel like nothing like it's just like cold and then warm like just nothing I look down there's blood just everywhere Ah. and there's like I feel fine but there's like a little ball by my my right middle finger by the base knuckle I'm like, what the heck is that? Well, I severed my flexor tendon, the tendon that allows you to open your fingers up, and it just balled up at the base of my knuckle. So I had to leave the wedding, go to the hospital in town, and had to have it put back together, essentially. (laughs) And then I had to go through- Do you have to have surgery for that? Uh, Not really. Like It it was more along the lines of like stitches. Like I was awake and everything. And then I had to have uh, physical therapy. So the surgery and all that stuff, I had blood on my tux and everything was totally fine. No worries. The physical therapy on my hand was atrocious. I've I've broken a bunch of bones, had a bunch of different things going on, stitches, blah, blah, blah. That was the worst by far. That was so painful, so horrendous to get Ooh. rid of that scar tissue. So I, hey, I've I've been through it, and then yeah. you you definitely worked at some interesting places. Yeah. So I think my tipping job was just I was a server at a pizza place. Right. And first, it's funny. First, I worked carry out because that's what you do when you start. You're like the salad girl and the carry out girl, and then you move up to server. But it's funny because. With being, like, the carryout girl, we would get tips. And I was like, why are people tipping me? Like, yeah. I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And then also, the servers had to tip out, like, the the helpers, the carryout people and stuff like that. So every night when the carryout people would leave, we would go to the servers and be like, tip out. Because we would, like, help them clean plates and clear stuff and make their salads and stuff. And then they would essentially tip us for helping them. Right. It was, like, just so weird. And there's so many different approaches, right? Some places do a pool of tips. Okay. And then you split it, right? We've done that before at at Woodfield, and so everybody got split out even. Yeah. And then it promoted teamwork. It promoted, like, helping everybody, but it also could promote laziness. Yeah, exactly. Because you knew you were going to get tipped. Yeah. And if somebody was really good, they didn't want that. And I worked at a pretty upscale place. Like, people would come in and get, like, $500 bottles of wine. Yeah. Like, literally $500 bottles of wine. Now, you, you think about that, you're like, oh, wow. That's a significant tip right there, you know? And so while we're on that, I want to talk about that one real quick. Two things I want to get your perspective on pre-COVID, and then we'll move into COVID. 
delivery mm-hmm. and pickup. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? And guys and girls out there, please, there is an after show post. <laughs> I'm catching up with the commands. If this is not our most interacted with after show, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing wrong because I know you guys have feelings. I know you have thoughts. I know some of them are pretty charged up. So please, <laughs> hey, any language is fine. Just keep it respectful. But put your thoughts on delivery tipping and pickup tipping because this is going to get passionate it because is. you have people that are on both sides. Yeah. People that work yeah. and then people that are consumers. And then I, I think most people are probably in the middle, mm-hmm. but you probably have some extreme thoughts. So first thing, let's go with, oh man, because they're both equally uh. challenging. <laughs> let's go with, I think, the easier one to discuss. Okay. Let's go with carry out, take out food. Okay. You order ahead of time, mm-hmm. Hungry Howie's Pizza, Leo's mm-hmm. Coney Island. You order, they prepare the food, it's waiting for you. You have to go there. You have to pick it up mm-hmm. and take it home. What are your thoughts on tipping in that situation? Uh, I don't know. I my, know. My brain does not like to think about the tipping of carryout and delivery mm-hmm. items. I want to say I don't tip or I tip very little. Right. Because I'll tip like a dollar or two. Like, for example, when we got Leo's takeout mm-hmm. the other day, I think I tipped like $2. Yep. I specifically went and clicked other and wrote in That's $2. Good. That's good. Because that shit really pisses hey, me hey, off. Hey, not, I'm not ready to get there yet. Uh. I'm not, I am not <laughs> mentally prepared to talk about that yet. Yes, those of you waiting to hear us talk about the point of sales machines that they turn oh around, we're getting there. God. I'm... <sighs> I'm building to it. Literally, my skin is like bubbling right now. And I don't know if it's goosebumps or if it's shingles or what, but it's 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 fucking going. So here's my thoughts. Uh-huh. I am I am much more kind and caring than Sam in most arenas. <laughs> and that puts a burden on me on these kind of situations. Nothing to do with Sam, just like on my mind. Mm-hmm. But here's where it's at. You go to a restaurant. In a sit-down restaurant, who are you tipping and what are you tipping for? You tip your server because they're, you know, getting you refills. They're bringing you your food. They're cleaning up your food, getting, like, extra ranch or things like that that you need. And also, quick little aside there, cleaning up your food, cleaning up your stuff. We have kids. (laughs) Our kids are monsters. (laughs) Actually, no, they're not. They're getting much, much better. But Uh our kids are kids. They're messy. Yeah, our kids are messy. Messy. And (laughs) they... Cause a mess at some restaurants. Yep, mainly most restaurants. Yeah, mainly Violet, but Maddox chips yeah. in a little bit there. What is your thoughts on that real quick? Always tip more if our kids leave a disaster. Always. Always. And we try to tell them. We yeah. Have, we apologize. We let them know. And yeah. then we compensate them appropriately. Okay. So at a restaurant, sit down. You're tipping your server for mm-hmm. their service. Right. Right? Are you tipping the cooks? No. Nope. Are you tipping the hostess? No. Nope. Okay. So the cook has to make your food. Mm-hmm. And... That's already built into the price of the the menu item. Yeah. Correct? Let's say you get an omelet that's $12. Mm -hmm. An omelet does not cost $12. Right. It does not cost $10. It does not cost $5. If you were to break all those things down, they probably have a 75% profit margin. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's built into the price. You're not tipping the cook. When I go do takeout, the cook made the food. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm not tipping on that. Right? They put it. The cook, because the cook has to put it on something. They can't just throw it on, like, <laughs> nothing, you know? The cook puts it on to a uh, platter, whatever you would call it, to, yeah. to take out. For takeout, like and a then, styrofoam yep. container. And the the server 
takes your call, types it in the computer, and then hands you. No, your thing. not a server. That's like a cashier. Okay, cashier. Yeah. Yeah. Some places. Yeah. And and they so they're taking the order and they're putting it in there. You come, you pay, and mm-hmm. you take it. Where's the service? Yeah. That we're tipping for additionally, as compared to like a sit down. Yeah. So my. Let's use Leo's as an example. Okay. So Leo's is like a Coney Island. If yep. you guys don't know what Coney Island's, it's like those cheap little restaurants that serve like all all kinds of things. Old people love it. Yeah, <laughs> and we we actually really love it. We now act too. like old people. Yeah, <laughs> we are old. And so at Leo's, the the cashier who is doing carry out, they bag the food, get like your condiments and stuff, mm-hmm. and then get drinks if you ordered like drinks Which for we carry don't. out. Which we don't. Nope. Um, and then when I was like a carryout girl, that's the same sort of thing that we would do too. We would just like pack things up and make sure that everybody's stuff was together. You know right. what I mean? And that's about it. And you are getting paid for that with a paycheck. Yes. Right? I yes. When you were a carryout girl, you got paid Normal. different right. than what the server, you know, minimum. Correct. Because if you are not familiar, every Every income is a state law. Mm-hmm. The federal government does not set minimum uh, minimum wage, does not set any of those things. So it's state by state. In Michigan, you are allowed to go below minimum wage for tip expected jobs. Mm-hmm. So a waiter or a waitress, instead of making $10, $12, could make $5, $6 yeah. with the expectation they're going to receive tips. But like, who determines what is a tip expected job? Because it, now these companies are right. like lowering their wages right right right, and then saying like you need tips right like who determines that right and i mean it was pretty well established pre-covid so yeah yeah we got it we're gonna get to covid there yeah we're gonna we're gonna get to you in a second covid but (laughs) it was pretty well established so these cashiers these hostess these carry out people they are getting a normal pay you know and and we love everybody we think everyone (laughs) has a purpose and needs a job i don't see off the top of my head a carry out job as something to provide for a family yeah if you're a high school girl awesome if you're a dude in college that's trying to make a little bit extra money Mm -hmm. awesome but I don't expect that to fulfill your family's needs Mm -hmm. and so I do gotta say most of the time I do tip on carry out why because I'm known in the area Uh, if I go get pizza there's a hundred percent chance that one of the people giving me the pizza for takeout is a former student Every time. Yeah. I don't want them leaving, say, oh, cheapo Mr. Command. (laughs) But then I feel conflicted because I don't feel like this is worth it. Like it's deserved. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm just doing it because of societal pressure, which is crappy because I take pride in not giving in to societal pressure. But my reputation means a lot to me. Yeah, So it's, it's very conflicted. Please let us know in the after show post on Instagram, what are your thoughts on carry out? Okay. Got that. Now delivery. Uh Uh-huh. Same concept, same process. The only difference is they get the they get the food to go. They uh-huh. give it to someone. They drive it to you and bring it to your door. Uh huh. Huge difference though. Yep. There's a delivery fee. Yep. That is added on to that. Yep. For pizza, it's like six dollars. We live a mile or two mm-hmm. away from the pizza establishment. Yeah. Okay, where's that delivery fee going? I hope some of it's going to the driver. I would imagine it is because they they have a different position. They're not going to be paid like server wages. So that's another one where it's like, I'm already paying a fee for you to deliver this to me. Well, then on the pizza, like on the Hungry Howie's website, 
it's like at the bottom it says delivery fee does not go towards and the then what deliver. is that? Right. It, like, so are you pay, are, is that for gas? It must, they, it has to go to them somehow, some way. Yeah. You know, because they have to compensate them, whether it's in their paycheck, whether it's like a bonus yeah. or something. Somehow, some way it does. If not, that's a horrific business yeah. model. The person that is eating the cost, the delivery driver, because mm-hmm. it's their personal vehicles. Right. Yeah. They're not getting that. So somehow, some way, I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah. It just isn't, I think, like a direct my five dollars goes to mm-hmm. them. You know, right. so it's somehow, not like some a way. Full tip. Right. But when you fill out Hungry Howie's online, mm-hmm. it gives you that tip option. Thoughts on that with delivery? Is it different because someone is going out in the cold? Someone is driving to your house, even though you've paid a fee? Yes. Okay, so we don't get food delivered that often. I hate it. It's rare. I'll it's, drive. Yeah, Dan always Mm-mm. is up. I don't like going out because yeah. I just don't. I don't know. I'm lazy, I guess. <laughs> but Dan's always picking up food. And so we don't get a ton of food delivered. No. Maybe pizza on a day that we're, like, super busy Correct. or, like, a party or something like that. Yep. But I think yes to tipping for food delivery because of the fact that they're getting, they're going in their car. They're yeah. going inside the building and waiting for your food and picking it up and yep. hopefully making sure it's right. Right. And then driving to your house and they have to get out again in the cold. And so I, I do thoroughly agree with that. I just hate that there's a delivery fee. I agree. If I'm tipping for your service, that should be my tip. Yeah. That's the, the delivery is the service. Yeah. You know, and that should be the tip, especially, and hey, I know I, I we got delivery people out there <laughs> listening and I, I love you. I feel you. I just, for me, the problem is with the greed of the company. If they are eating some of that or all of that delivery fee, that's wrong. That's, yeah. that's my big problem. And that shouldn't be put on the customers. Right. That is not our fault. And we shouldn't be obligated to tip because the company is not doing their fucking job. And I think that's the biggest point that we're going to be getting to yeah. here is how the burden has shifted and evolved. And this isn't everywhere. Mm-hmm. Did you know out there? That tipping is not expected in Europe. That's so wild. Like, we were looking at possibly going to live for an extended period of time in England. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm talking about a couple months, you know. Yeah. And that was one of the things that, like, jumped out to us yeah. was they don't expect you to tip there. So, I looked it up. So, Europe in, so, like, I don't know, what do you want to call it? Continental Europe? Like, not UK? They... Tipping is not expected there. Yeah. But I looked in London and it was like a tipping. I can see that. Tipping city. It's like a tourist model. Yeah, I guess. Lawn, yeah. So You're getting sense. people in yeah. from all over the world yeah, who do that, tip. Yeah, that definitely makes sense there. But I'm sure it's not as like aggressive mm-hmm. as it is here in the US. Yep. Right. And it's just, there's just so many, so many question marks like that with the delivery fee. Yeah. And then a new thing that we have actually done is groceries. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah, for the main purpose, guys, I've been on a mission to try and make Sam's life as efficient as possible, mm-hmm. right? I, I believe that you evaluate your time and yeah. where is your best use of your time? Where is the best way to make money? Uh, like, for example, to give you guys just another kind of 
thing. I used to mow our lawn mm-hmm. once or twice a week. And then I realized, man, this is taking me like three hours to mow. And we have bag. a big lawn. Yeah, we have a huge <laughs> lawn. We got a full acre of grass. And so it was doing all this. And then we had to go get gas. And I had to get the tractor tuned up. I'm like, man, in that three hours, how much would it cost me to hire somebody? Mm-hmm. And let's say it's like $55. It is. Uh, so let's <laughs> say it's $55, right, for that week. I spend three hours. Is $55 in a wage for me for three hours? No. <laughs> like, I can do much better than that on my mm-hmm. time. Same for you, but factor in stress and all these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've learned some interesting things about the grocery delivery because it's different methods at different stores. Yeah. You can touch on so that. So, prior to grocery delivery, I was very against a grocery store called Kroger. <laughs> it is a Midwest grocery store. Um because in t- our town, it's always so busy. The parking lot is freaking atrocious. It is. And it just it just made me angry. Yeah. But I did learn that Kroger does not let you tip their drivers and their workers. And honestly, that was very intriguing for me. And I think one of the biggest things is Kroger provides the vehicle to deliver groceries. Yes. They have their own not like, oh, we convert. They have a van that is made to deliver groceries. Yeah. And they are paying the grocery delivery person a wage, a yeah. salary to do that job. Yeah. Applause. Because are you paying your Amazon drivers, your delivery drivers? Right. No, you're fucking not. And, and don't is, say you are. And how is that different? Right. You know, how is, literally, how is that different? So this is a very nuanced, complicated topic, yeah. you guys. So if you disagree with us, hopefully <laughs> you can at least understand the gray area and where we, we just, we literally like to break things down to the bones. We and do. Understand everything. Everything. Where is this coming from? Why do we not tip <laughs> Amazon delivery drivers, but we tip grocery money yeah. right for example yeah. it's expected to tip there. but then like a funny thing talking about that and i was just thinking about this the other day is we always get our mailman um like a gift card or yeah. something for christmas because he's always delivering packages right. but i'm like we get way more amazon packages yeah. but we it's don't always the have the same driver very rarely yeah. it's always different people so that is challenging for sure so are you ready yes okay <laughs> COVID shook the world up inside out, upside down. This is this is going to be something clearly that's going to be in history books forever. Yeah. I said it's the 9-11 of our adult life, and I think it may even be more impactful than oh, 9-11. Oh, you yeah, know? Like, by I mean, far. I, I mean, I don't know. By far. I mean, 9-11 changed, airport <laughs> security changed, parenting. Like, that's the day parenting changed. Right? Yeah. People literally used to say, hey, go out till the, the lights come off mm-hmm. and, or come on, and then you come home. It's just you don't do that anymore. You just no. trust was lost that day. Mm-hmm. Well, COVID, obviously trust was lost. Obviously everything yes. shifted. And how I want to start this is a lot of industries went through troubles and turmoil during COVID. Yep. And then many of them have shifted and they're back and they're flourishing. They're yeah. doing great. They're mm-hmm. back to normal. The service industry has never come back mm-hmm. and it's almost felt like an excuse. Yes. Still to this day, how we're fucking like four years out right? from COVID. <laughs> still to this day, people will say things about like, oh, it's hard to get people to work at, at this. Oh, it's hard to get. Not in other places. No. Other places are doing just fine mm-hmm. and they're able to get back to normal. Why are we still letting this excuse go? And, and I'll tell you why. It's <laughs> you know why. It's, it's convenient <laughs> profits. And here's the only other industry that never really bounced back and it was on purpose. And that's the oil industry. 
Oil was much less before COVID. Mm -hmm. COVID happened. There's this scare of scarcity. And I do know this is a very complicated topic. So I'm just giving kind of the the spark. Yeah, the spark notes (laughs) version. So we had supply issues with oil at the beginning of COVID. Mm -hmm. When you have supply issues, very simple economics, you you charge more. There's Mm -hmm. less of something. There's more demand. You charge more. Well, as the supply started to come back, these oil companies figured out, we can still yeah. sell this. For People a, are going to pay yeah, us. They're going to buy it regardless. So let's keep charging more and we just make more profit. Mm-hmm. And so they've left it and we've never really come back. Well, the same kind of thing has happened with the service industry. Yeah. Where they're like, we're in these tough times. We can't do this. You guys need to help out. You need this, blah, 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 blah. Expect bad service. Yeah. Expect this or that. Oh. And they've just never come back Mm -mm. and it's literally still used as an excuse It's purposeful yes and so it drives me crazy and the biggest thing and we'll break down the details individually here of covid tipping and the changes is we firmly believe that companies shifted the burden of providing an income for the employees in the service industry Mm -hmm. from the company to directly the consumer yeah Traditional economics, a company makes good money and then they distribute that throughout their business. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. This company is saying, we're going to still make great money, but you need to distribute it yeah. to our employees yeah. more. And, and like the companies say, they're like, oh, we're, we're just not doing so well. Yeah. And so they pay their employees less. And then they install those little tipping oh, tablets. We're going there? Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Let's. I want to break this down thoroughly. Give me a couple scenarios and like paint this picture of mm-hmm. these tipping tablets, oh aka POS gosh. machines. Now, I'm not talking about piece of shit. I'm talking they about they are a piece of shit. <laughs> that for the industry people, those are called point of sale machines. Yeah. So point of sale machine. Walk us through it, even though everybody knows exactly what we're about to say. <laughs> okay, so you're at a place. You. <laughs> you're out of business you buy something you go to pay (laughs) you insert your own card now because they don't take your cards anymore no they 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 point they're like hey yeah right tap it over here and so you tap your card and then they go it's just gonna ask you a few questions Mm -hmm. number one it only asked me one fucking question i know you're not good at math, but you understand (laughs) the difference of one and a few it's only one and then they turn it over right and then they look away yeah. or some will stare at you and they, <laughs> it's just like this robot. Cause when you're a waiter or a waitress, you come up with these like cadences, yeah. you know, you, you say just the th- same thing, you say the same thing over and over again. It's like parent teacher conferences. Sorry, parents. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you go through these things and that, yeah, it's always, there's going to be a, a few questions on here and then they, and then you have to give the screen back to them. They see exactly what you did. And here's my big point. I had this like revelation the other day. I'm like, why does that feel so dirty? Why does that feel so wrong? It does. Because normally when you go to a sit down restaurant, they bring you the bill, you give them your card, they bring you the bill back for you to fill out Mm -hmm. and they walk away. They leave. They're not sitting there looking at you. And then you go afterwards. You leave. These people say, here's a couple questions, and then they turn to the side, and then they're they like, oh, three dollars Right. That's it. <laughs> and then they have to print it out, and then it's awkward, and then they adjust the way they respond to you yeah. now. Like, they're not as peppy. They're not as nice to you now. And so those machines did not <laughs> exist before this, and the thing that pisses us off 
more than anything, mm-hmm. is they're everywhere. Everywhere. With no service really happening. Right. I mean, let's go through some examples. Yes. What are some yes. places that you have seen them start to show up at? Okay, so we were just in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. Wisconsin Dells. We went to um, an indoor water park there. Yeah. I saw it at, there's like a little convenience store mm-hmm. in there. I saw it there. Right. Like, like I'm trinkets. sorry, what were you doing? Yeah. Trinket. Right. Yeah. Like you're you're literally a cashier right. and you're asking me to tip you. And I get that 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 might be out of their control. Right. The workers. That might be a mandated company thing. Amen. But I I would feel so weird if I worked at a store that sold things and not like foods or right. services and I had to flip something around. I literally would probably say, like, please don't tip me. I you just have to click this. I was just waiting for you to finish because I would do the same thing. Yeah. I would have a cadence. I would have the uh. same line. I'd say, I'm going to turn this around. You know this is awkward. I know this is awkward. <laughs> I don't expect tips here. I didn't do anything, so please. Here yeah, you go, or you know? I would I'd literally just click zero myself right, and just right. be like, that's not a thing. And, and on this note, too, and I want you to think of more. Uh-huh. As someone who works on websites for a living and helps companies, you know, with economics and all this yeah. stuff, oftentimes there is a preset setting for including a gratuity like factor and a lot of times companies don't even realize it Mm -hmm. and for one I think it's a really bad look if I'm going online to buy something like beard products for example and I'm going to cash out and it offers me a tip option that's so weird it's so bad but I do know for a fact oftentimes companies don't realize that's happening let's say they update their website Mm -hmm. and they forgot to turn that off or they didn't even know you'd be shocked at how little some people know when they get into (laughs) business you guys and so that can be a big factor that they just don't realize it i didn't even know that that was a thing yeah unfortunately shopify has it built right in but it's your website it's your business you need to know yeah we'll do what you want but i i think it's your your job to understand that that's an option so essentially I think that's what happened at our resort because it was at every single thing. Everyone. Whether it was the arcade. Or like the towel pickup right, place. Right, right, right. Like, well, I'm what? sorry, one. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so we got there. What about mm-hmm. just like in everyday life? Any other ones where it's like, huh, this is a new thing? I don't know. I think just like the convenience stores and... Even little things like... Little quick grabs, like a donut shop, for oh, example, yeah. right? Yeah. Where they're literally turning around. There's mm-hmm. a rack of donuts behind them. They are grabbing the donut, putting it in a bag, handing mm-hmm. it to you, and you're tipping on that? Yeah. For what? Like, even, even at Starbucks. Right. So I'm back on the Starbucks train now after being off for a while. And no, you bought the train. You're not on it. She purchased a <laughs> I'm private. The, yeah. I'm the conductor. She purchased okay. a, pr- a train and a jet. But okay, so <laughs> stop. <laughs> so I didn't. I used to use my phone, the app, to pay for things because you get rewards for whatever reason. It wasn't working on my phone when I started going back, so I just paid with my card. Yeah. And the tipping, like you insert. Number one, I hate that they make you insert your own card in a drive-thru because it's so awkward. Well, You're like, uh, trying no, to like push your card yeah. in. There's no, there's no back. They're like holding no it, but I moving know. it at the same time. Yeah, it's two torpedoes trying to work yeah. together. <laughs> and so, and then the tipping thing comes up and yep. they're holding it, <laughs> looking at you. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, no. Right. And so on the app, it doesn't ask you that. One thing I actually was just talking to someone the other day, though, is the old Starbucks app used to give you notifications 
like you have one hour to tip from your oh. last trip or something. And it would like notify you three times. And, and, and they got crazy. rid of that. Now, all right, we get it, right? The economy is not great right now. Yeah. There's inflation. We're still trying to cover from COVID, yep. world events, blah, 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 stock market, all this. We know companies are, they're trying to make money, mm-hmm. right? They have shareholders they got to keep happy. They're, they are focused on making money. That is why they're in that spot. And we don't blame them for that. Yeah. That's, that's how, how it works as a business owner. But taking this loss and putting it on us is so difficult. And why I'm talking about that now is a Starbucks drink. <laughs> the drink you get is literally more than $6. Yeah. That's not an exaggeration, you yep. guys. It's literally more than $6. It's damn near $7. And you want to tip on a coffee. I'm not kidding you guys. When you start to look at the, the profit margins on some of these things, it's absolutely absurd. It is. The profit margin has to be 90 plus percent because it costs nothing for those ingredients. Now, of course, there's overhead. Of course, there are employees. Got I get it. Taxes. I, I, I understand economics. But on a $6 and something cent coffee that you are whipping up in literally 30 yeah. seconds, literally 30 seconds. Well, I mean, our Starbucks is very slow. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> and, and handing it to us. That is an absolutely ridiculous time to ask for a tip. Yeah, I agree. Especially if you're in the drive-thru. Yeah. It's not like you were trying to, like, have a conversation right. with me and ask me how my day's going right. and all this stuff. And I just... I don't... Yeah, I don't like it. I would so much rather, if this is what we're trying to do, is we're trying to help out these these employees and times are tough, we're, if that's what you expect as a business and as a society... That needs to be worked into the price of the product, mm-hmm. and then I should decide if I want to buy that or not. Yeah. I don't want to have this weird societal pressure on me and this or that. Just put it into the price, and I get to decide yeah. if I'm going to take my business there or elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Because these POS machines have literally altered where I do business. Yeah. If there's two that I'm like, I don't know if I want to go this one or that one, and I think about it, and I'm like, oh, that one is going to ask me to tip right in front of them, mm-hmm. I'm going to wait. I literally feel like I've become a tipping Grinch Yeah. since this whole tipping. Like, it doesn't even make me want to tip well anywhere. Right. So I'm like, oh, it like, what do you call it when it like brings it, like everybody's asking for tips, so it lessens the, yeah. what is that word? Just that diluting phrase? it. Diluting, yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. Tipping is now diluted for <laughs> me because everybody asks for it. And speaking of diluting tipping, how about the options that are on these POS <laughs> machines? Sam, What uh, when we go frequently lately and we go to, to buy something and it mm-hmm. gives us the options, usually there's three or four boxes yeah. for you to click. What are, what are those boxes lately? Lately, <laughs> I've been seeing 25, 35, 45%. Like, are you kidding me? I've had some where 25% was the first option. Yes. Now, they will like... Bury and hide like a little like in custom, the corner. yeah, or an X. There was one I just recently found. It was, uh, it was. I'm not kidding you. 25, 30, 35, and those were the only options. There was no custom, but there was a little tiny X in the corner to be able to exit out of it. That's crazy. And it has to be. So I feel bad for the people who are asking for this, ugh, like ugh. because I had at one point it was actually a guy from Starbucks, and. 
he looked at me and he goes, I'm sorry about this, and, like, turned the thing over. Like, he got it. Yeah. It's awkward. Right. It's so awkward. You're putting you're putting a sleeve on a cup and handing it yeah. to me after typing something on a yeah. screen, which is a fantastic job. Starbucks actually takes care of their employees very yeah. well. Yeah, and they, I think that that makes me feel better about right. not leaving a tip right. is because I know that they have they get a lot of benefits yeah. and stuff. Tuition, medical, yeah. all this stuff. And so, and I know we're not crazy here. Because everyone feels this way. Yeah. Everyone. Unless they're probably working. I think, and yeah. I think yeah. it's the only people who don't feel this way are, you know, most right. people who are in that service industry. Yeah. But then the rest of us are like, uh, no. And <laughs> the tough thing is, I was just talking about this with my guys. Uh, shout out to Jake, Doug, and Tim. And Tim said, hey, I have a lot of friends that are in the service industry, and they do very well. They're yeah. very, very good at their job. This is not an issue for them. They're yeah. going to get tipped regardless it's the people that aren't very good or the yes. people that are doing things that aren't warranting tips. So I don't think it's all service people. I think it's oftentimes ones that are maybe not getting those natural tips. Yeah. So one of my pet peeves is it people who work service jobs who aren't happy and smiley and energetic and friendly. Yep. Like they are, you know, just like, I don't even know what to call them. Grumpy. Just grumpy yeah. goats. Yep. And it's like, if you don't want to work in this industry, there was a lady, we always used to like get McDonald's milkshakes. Mm -hmm. And you remember there was like this super grumpy yeah. lady every time. We're like, listen, if you don't want to have the energy and stuff to like be in the service Interact. industry, find some other job. And people are going to be like, it's so hard to find. No, it's fucking not. No. Everywhere is hiring right now. And as again, a history teacher, I will tell you, in America specifically, there has never been a time in this country's history where we have not had more available jobs. Yeah. More available jobs for every single kind of skill level. Yes. You want to go into teaching? Every single <laughs> school is hiring. Every single business you is hiring. You want to go into teaching? You don't even need a teaching oh, degree man. anymore. I was just <laughs> talking to, to one of my former students, and he was like, he left a job, going to a new one. He was like a little bit worried. I could tell. He wasn't really fully saying that. But then I'm like, do you real and I'm not going to put anything out there about it, but like, do you realize you have one of the most absurd resumes I've ever seen <laughs> for someone your age, your story, your experiences, the bosses you've worked for? I said, you could get any job in the world right now. And he's like, well, I guess I don't know that. I'm like, dude, this is go like people yeah. are still in this mindset where it's hard to get yeah. jobs. And keep in mind, we were both servers. Sam went into accounting. I went into teaching. I went into coaching. We left all those things, created our own businesses, uh -huh. did all of these things. So we know what it's like to leave. We know yeah. what it's like to take a risk. And if you're going to a job where you are grumpy and you do hate it, it's not worth it. No, I don't find care a about new job. Yeah, I don't care about the money. Do something else. You can find a job where you can be by yourself. Go to the Amazon line and work and put headphones in and you, just grind stuff out. You literally can do typing, like yes. type up. Like Tran, trans transcribing. Yep. I did that for a hot minute. Oh, and yeah. You'd literally do it at home. You, make you just sit there. Do it at night. Yeah. Transcribeme.com, right? Yeah. <laughs> I believe is one of them. So, yeah, there are other I options I feel like that's out the there. porn site Right. Sorry. Sorry, you guys. That is, so, you want to speak about Transcribeme.com. <laughs> hey, yo. You want to speak about another industry? I love this one. Fascinates me. It's companies buying domain names that people would type by accident. And so, it would be like one letter off. Like, transcribe men, right? Oh, my Damn, God. Damn, I could uh. see somebody buying that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, and so, yeah, there, there's a lot to that. But 
We know people need to survive. Yeah. We know people need jobs. We know humans are creatures of comfort and mm-hmm. we like to stay in ruts. We like to stay in mm-hmm. these things. I just want to shake you and say, you don't need to do that. If you feel uncomfortable at a job where you have to turn over the machine and ask for tips, don't. Yeah. Go somewhere else. Yes. It, it's it's so crazy. And it's turned you into a Grinch on tipping for sure. Yeah. And it's turned me into like, I don't know what the right word for it is. Like I get... I get like not bashful, but I get like uh, like you just don't feel like yourself yeah, because you wouldn't I don't, do that. I don't feel like myself at all, and it just really sucks. And we had to talk about it because everybody like looks or like knows that this is a thing, but you don't exactly know how to yeah. talk about yeah. it. You don't know exactly how to bring it up. And then when you, I think the thing that unleashes the beast in everybody is that POS machine and mm-hmm. turning it over oh in front my of God. you everyone has a visceral reaction to that and it's just Mm -mm. gross absolutely gross and i actually read that most americans would tip less but they feel that societal pressure yeah they would tip like 15 percent less yeah or something like that than what they do no it's real it's real that's crazy i know and (sighs) like we we're here to tell you guys it's okay to tip less right like there are so many different reasons, as well as I get there are a lot of different reasons why servers or people in the service industry like might be in a bad mood or they might be grumpy because maybe something happened. Yeah. Maybe their spouse died or their mom died and they're still getting over that and stuff. But when it continuously happens over and over again to the same service people you see, yeah, you're like, okay, you're not grieving you're just very grumpy in general yeah and a little note to anybody in the service industry i know i'm not alone here uh, on this massive pet peeve of mine do not complain about tips from other tables to a current table Ugh. that is so weird it makes you uncomfortable it does. and it's like they're trying to make you feel pressure into tipping well well that and i don't even like when when servers talk about other no. tables, they'll be like, I had this group of guys come in yeah. and they were so freaking rude. Right. What are you I'm saying like, about us? Um, yeah. yeah. Right. Like, so, it's, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I got to say behind our back. I got to put that out there. Their but kids that's, were real messy. Right. Right. <laughs> and that's the same concept, though. With that, you're then now guiding your tip based on that feedback. Yeah. And I need to listen to this. I need to do better of, mm-hmm. of tipping to what I'm true at. But I don't, like I said, I don't know if I can mm-hmm. just because of the the community and this it's it's just a tough tough thing i hope it's like everything else in culture and society it's a pendulum and yeah. I, I think we're ex- we're going real extreme right now i think <laughs> i think we're at the peak and i think it's gonna swing back and hopefully won't go too far yeah right but it'll just swing back and rest in the middle yeah i hope so i do too because i know we're not alone and i really need your guys feedback on this one <laughs> please 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 give us your feedback And in the end, you shouldn't let societal pressures dictate how much you're going to tip someone. Tip the amount that you think is fair. And if someone doesn't like that, then they can just fuck off. Hey, yo. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, today was a passionate one. I hope you enjoyed it. And we don't know a ton about this podcast game, and I mean that for reals. But if you guys, whatever platform you're listening on, if you have the ability to leave a review or leave. Or subscribe. Yeah. I guess that's fo- a thing. Subscribe, I don't know. <laughs> follow. If you can leave like five stars, if you can share it, we really enjoy doing this. And we 
legitimately want to do this forever. Yeah. And so any support you guys have means the world to us. The more success the show has means the more we can do with you guys yeah. on this. So I appreciate everybody, even though we don't know all the ins and outs of this <laughs> thing, we're, we're enjoying it. And we just want to say thank you to you guys for listening, especially if you make it to the end of yes. these. So. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode and a big thank you to Fable Beard Coat for sponsoring. Please use code DANCY20 for 20% off your next order. And that code is forever, by the way, guys. And make sure you check out our Instagram page at Catching Up With The Commands and comment under our weekly discussion post. And you can have a chance to win a really nice sticker from our podcast. So please tune in next Friday for episode 15. Ta-ta.